Now on the line, I have Eric Fenter, CEO of Comair. Eric, welcome to the show. You've released your results uh, a few minutes ago. Um, of course, I haven't had time to go through them, but it seems like you have made a profit and you've uh, retained your 71-year profit history. I think that's the company on the JSC, well, the only company on the JSC to have uh, achieved that. Well, certainly the only airline that we know of globally. Um, so obviously it puts a little bit of pressure on us, but that's okay. It's good for business. Uh, but yeah, it's been a good year. We've, we've been up about 10% on profit on last year. So it is actually a record year, despite um, trading conditions being quite tough in terms of the oil price picking up quite significantly and the market still very depressed. Um, but it's really the benefit has come from our investment into new aircraft over the last five years. And so, you know, that the real efficiency there is, is on fuel consumption. And so as the oil price has gone up, we've actually grown our competitive advantage in the market, which um, is a little bit unusual in these circumstances, but that's how it's played out. And uh, it's, been, it's been a very successful strategy. How significant can new technology be to save fuel? You know, do you have any guideline of exactly how much you can save? Yeah. Well, just out of interest, um, our first, uh, first of our next generation of aircraft are arriving in January and February next year. So we've got an order for what's known as the Boeing 737 MAX. And the aircraft that it's replacing, um, it's achieving a 35% lower fuel burn per seat compared to the aircraft it's replacing. So it's, it's actually a very big step forward. Uh, in fact, it's probably the biggest step we've seen uh, to date in history, just because of the fact that we're moving to a completely new generation of engine, aircraft engine. And uh, it does make an enormous difference, um, obviously, on total operating costs, because uh, we're looking at about 17 million liters a month that we usually use on fuel. So, you know, that kind of difference really does uh, does give you a huge advantage in, in uh, staying profitable in this kind of uh, situation in the economy. Yeah. Um, I'm just looking at the numbers. Revenue up uh, around uh, 500 million to 6.5 billion. And uh, the um, profit from operations arose from 637 million to around 670 billion. Uh, that is pretty solid. You know, we've looked at many uh, South Africa, South African focused stocks who are really, or companies that are really dependent on the local economy. And, and, and they have battled. Um, it does, you know, has the market conditions actually flowed through to your operations? performance? Well, if the market conditions are still being very poor for us, and, and we do still carry about 80% domestic passengers, it's only about 20% that comes through from international. So we are still very much a domestic operating business. Um, so on the revenue line, uh, you know, it's been, it's been quite challenging, and we have seen as an industry, we, we haven't actually seen growth in revenue in the airline industry, domestic industry. So the benefit in terms of being able to still stay ahead has really been in managing costs. And that is very much a technology-driven process, uh, whether through aircraft or whether through IT systems in terms of improving efficiencies through, uh, through technology. That is really where it comes through. And even in the past year, we've put a huge amount of money into IT systems again, around 54 million rand. Um, and it does pay off. Um, but it is, it is uh, an area that's moving ahead at a tremendous pace. And if one can keep up with that pace of, of technology improvement, then you can actually, you can actually outrun the... Uh, I've run the depression, if you want to call it that. Yeah. Um, but another area that's kept us ahead has been the fact that we've diversified quite a lot out of the airline business. Um, and we've focused a lot on the surrounding businesses that we operate. So uh, we're growing our training business. Um, we're doing training for about 36 airlines now from all over the world. Um, the lounges have been doing well. Uh, there are slow lounges as well as um, the international lounge at ORT. Uh, so that's that's uh, done pretty well. The catering business is still growing well. Um, the travel business, despite again serving the domestic uh, South African market quite significantly, 
um, has actually grown in the in the last uh, year. And then our latest initiative, which is exactly that that area I was talking about earlier around technology, is that we formed a joint venture with an international um, IT software development business called Infinia. And we started to develop uh, or rather commercialize a lot of technologies we built for our own purposes. Um, so I think over the next few years, that's going to be probably a quite significant contributor to Comair Profits is uh, this advance in technology. So you will build, you know, airline-related uh, software and hopefully sell it to other airlines? Exactly. And it, it encompasses lots of areas that the typical software providers don't necessarily address. So things like um, operations on the ramp, uh, on the tarmac, around the aircraft, um, in, in within the cockpit, uh, so solutions around the uh, optimization of the flight within the cockpit environment, um, as well as the normal stuff, the normal booking systems and customer interface, etc. But we do see that there's a big gap in the market there right now. Um, there's nobody sort of building the next generation of airline systems. And so I think we're probably going to have a good opportunity there to, to make some real money out of IT, which seems to be the place where you know, money is made these days. Yeah, very interesting diversification. But of course, your main competitor in South Africa, the SAA, they, have, uh, they are facing a lot of problems. Um, have you seen the South African public migrate from SAA to Comair due to the, the problems they face? Yeah, we have seen some of that, but it's been a very long process already. You know, we've seen that happening over the last uh, 10 years already. So the pace of, of migration hasn't changed, but it is continuing. Um, so it's not that there's suddenly been a flood across the Comair, but there's, there's been that continuous um, erosion of, of passengers moving out of SA and into Comair. Yeah. So that's been quite a steady process. You've also announced earlier this year that you have ordered new Boeing aircraft and that you will service these at uh, with Lufthansa rather than SAA Technical. Um, at the time, you've also said that you will yeah. still use SAA Technical for your other aircraft. Has that changed? Well, the, uh, the new aircraft require a whole different maintenance uh, program, which SAA Technical is not uh, investing in. So we've had to bring in a different service provider to deal with the new requirements of the new aircraft. Um, as regards continuing with the other aircraft, the SA Technical, it depends very much on you know whether they can really pull the issues together at SA Technical because there are some major problems there at the moment. Um, but at least with the Lufthansa operation, we do have a backup alternative now. So you know we're not uh, from a risk diversification perspective, we're not completely beholden to what happens at SA Technical anymore. You know, even though if we did want to move across, it would take time. We can't sort of do it overnight with that size of, of uh, you know, aircraft fleet. But, um, you know, at least we now have an alternative uh, in case things do get worse at SAA Technical. Yeah. You've earlier said that you only have around 20% of your um, uh, customer base uh, from international flights. Um, we've recently seen pretty poor and, and alarming uh, crime statistics in South Africa and several international, well, several countries around the world have warned their citizens not to travel to South Africa due to the high crime rate. Have you seen an impact on, on, on that side of the business? Yeah, at, at the beginning of our financial year, you know, before December in the first half, we did see there was, a, there was quite a significant growth in inbound tourism. And um, since December, it's actually been quite weak. And uh, you know, speaking to the hotel operators as well, they've seen the same situation, particularly in Cape Town. So whether it's to do with that warning around crime or whether it is uh, you know, other factors, um, we're not 100% certain it's a very difficult market to track because it's coming from so many different places. But we have seen a bit of a, a withdrawal from what we thought was a growth 
spurt at the beginning of our financial year. So yes, the, you know the, that that growth in the international travel hasn't actually materialised to the extent that we hoped to see that. Yeah. Just lastly, the prospects for the new year. Um, of course, the the economy dipped into recession in the first half of this year. Do you expect to maintain your seventy? Well, well that would be seventy second year of continuing profit. Yeah, definitely. Um, no doubt about that. We'll we'll definitely um, and think we'll even grow profits, uh, particularly you know coming from that efficiency of a new aircraft coming in, and then also from the other businesses that are are growing quite rapidly now. You know, they're all in early phase of growth. But they're really starting to take off at this point. So I think uh, I think we'll see growth again on profits year on year. Um, but it does take it does take a quite big investment into capital, equipment, etc. to achieve that. And we've been doing that for a long time now. So I think it's starting to pay off, and we'll continue to see profit growth. Yeah. Just um, I see your share price year to date down 26 percent. Uh, it doesn't seem to, you know, uh, coordinate or uh, with, no. with the profits you've actually reported now. This uh, seems to be uh, quite harsh. Yeah, it is rather harsh. Uh, you know, I think part of the problem is that um, there is this perception that we're going to be badly affected by the oil price. Uh, and in fact, you know, it actually creates a competitive advantage for us because our fleet is so much more efficient than any of the other operators in the market. So when the oil price goes up, we actually gain competitive advantage. Um, but we do find still that there are you know, a lot of smaller shareholders that simply correlate the oil price to our profits, which is actually not the case. In the previous, uh, the historic um, sort of rise in profits that we saw was when the oil price was $140. So we do actually have this, this inverse correlation in terms of profits to the oil price. And, uh, but unfortunately, it's very hard to get the whole market to realize that. And so we do see when the oil price picks up, there's a lot of panic and people tend to sell their shares when they should actually be doing the opposite. But it's a good opportunity to buy Comair shares. Well, we'll have to leave it there. Thank you, Eric. That was Eric Fenter, CEO of Comair. And uh, most definitely one of the, the best managed businesses in South Africa seems to be really innovative in the approach to business. But unfortunately, we'll have to leave it there. Uh, thanks uh, for tuning in to this edition of the MoneyWeb at Midday Show.